Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And you're listening to a cover of the Spider-Man theme song from the 1960s by a group called Knockin' Head. And as always, I always post a video to the uh, YouTube clip up on our message board, and it's on the discussion thread of this episode. Just log on to SpiderManCrawlspace.com, click on the message board, and you will see it at the very top. While you're at the site, I would appreciate you logging on to the front page, and also looking for a donation button that says support this site via PayPal. And you can help us pay the bills and the bandwidth costs that it takes to put out 400 episodes up on our server for you to download it 24-7. Since our last episode, I've had three people drop some money in the PayPal pot. So thank you to Christopher, Amadeus, and Daryl for doing just that and continuing your support of this show on our website to continue to put episodes and content out daily. All right, we're going to tackle reviews in this episode, so without further ado, let's get to it. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our review show. We've got Zach. What's going on, Zach? I get to rec- I get to review clone books. I'm so excited. You are. <laughs> and we have the opposite of excitement. We have George reviewing clone books. What's going on, George? I'm exciting. I just speak truth to power when it comes to clone craft. <laughs> Talking about clones, Ashley, you like clones? Um, I don't really have much of an opinion one way or the other. I was having Unfortunately, to this is your first exposure to the clones, and this is like, I'm sorry. Like, I really am. Okay, sorry. in fairness, the original crap wasn't much better. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Nobody over, but it's not over yet. No. And we have JR. What's going on, JR? We're talking about clones for the third time in 30 years, 40 years. Yeah, I, w- I was trying to determine whether I should uh, choose between gold medal Riley or Pillsbury Riley. Uh, Uh, And we have Mike. Uh, What do you like to bake with when you have to do clones? Crusties. (laughs) (laughs) Crusties pancake mix. All right. Because you just have to add water. You don't have to add milk or anything. I bet you Aunt May has a good wheat cake clone recipe. What do you think? Mmm... Probably, probably has a lot of rye. <laughs> Sorry to borrow Ashley's joke there, but love I love it. Uh, you guys are getting kind of syrupy now. <laughs> yeah, like, Not like a little syrup oh, on your clones. You can borrow oh. it. Okay, so, well, the syrup is going to be flowing in plenty after after we get no done. Doubt. We've there, got, there, no, there's not syrup. It's going to be it's going to be freaking blood. Oh man, <laughs> we yeah. we have three books we're going to tackle in this episode. We have the Clone Conspiracy number five, which allegedly wrapped things up. Maybe not. That's a pack of lies. Yeah, amazing twenty four. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike's going to take Clone uh, Conspiracy five. Zach's going to take uh, ASM twenty four, and Jr. is going to tackle Renew Your Vows number four. Jr. is excited. Yeah, he's got the best book of the lot. Uh, <laughs> Actually, well, that is true. But that is, uh, wait, uh, let's start with Mike with Clone Conspiracy Five. We're we're wrapping things up, aren't we? 
Uh, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it says it's supposed to be the finale. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, it, the Clone Conspiracy Five, written by Dan Slott and uh, illustrated by Jim Chun. Um, and by the way, and right away, you know we're in some from re- re- real trouble because when you read the recap page of this, <laughs> okay, when, uh, if, for, for right away, okay. Now we all, I'm sure, read the last issue, yeah. so we all know what ha- how how the whole uh, how the whole the brown note got. Sent out to the world, right? What can, can somebody can, let, let somebody can uh, refresh our memory to say uh, when how that happened? Like anyone want you know, like uh, uh, Ben Riley had a sudden uh, face heel turn and decided to become a maniacal maniac and start killing everybody. And uh, was there was also something involving Doc Ock kind of feeling like he had to turn this thing on because his uh, wife who got insulted too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the his 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 Anapu, yeah, um, was insulted and so therefore. Uh, the die was cast. And... Well, you are wrong, Zach, because according to the recap page, <laughs> this was Ben 27's contingency plan all along. <laughs> so he yeah, apparently... because that was portrayed on the page. <laughs> way to go, Dan. <laughs> yeah, way... right. So when we open this comic, uh, Ben 27 is continuing his quote-unquote contingency plan to turn every man, woman, child, and clone into so much uh, kitty litter um, with the world's most annoying sound. Um, and I'm sure, Zach, you also remember how in the original Clone Saga, um, we all, lo- you all, you sure, I'm sure you loved how the Jackal was basically doing his best Jack Nicholson Joker imitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because we get that here with Ben, ben 27, who I guess is not <laughs> imitating, with, uh, who I guess is now imitating the, the Heath Ledger Joker, but in this case, the jokes really are bad. Because now he keeps talking about how it will be everybody's birthday when when this is all over, mm. and that's, that's that's not really uh, Heath Ledger Joker. That's more. Uh, don't you know I'm Electro, Jamie Foxx? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. <laughs> yep. Good call. Good call. But um, and while this is going on, a Peter Parker, a master of the obvious, says he's insane, and mm. so he's going to do everything in his power to fi- to uh, stop him. Oh, by the way. Remember there was that little subplot involved – there was that little bit, tidbit about the big threat about these clones. When they turn into carrions, they'll become like uh, rage zombies. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I guess uh, Slot may have been pressed for time because he's completely forgotten about that <laughs> um, because um, as soon as he um, – because, um, because, yeah, they're just all massive headaches and everyone's like trying to hold their ears and stuff. Oh, and Anna Maria comes on the, the television screen to tell Spider-Man, "Hey, you have to help me and stuff." And Spider-Man's just like, "Oh yeah, the Jackal, ki- you know, he was kidnapped. That's why I was here." Um, oh, and the uh, villains—they decide to show that uh, how much their collective intelligence is really, you know, really right up there. Um, they decide to come up with a brilliant plan to try to get away from the signal. Not sure how that's going to work because it's sound. You know, you can't exactly run away from it. So they make a mass stampede for the exits, and we get this very nice double-page splash page yeah, of all these. Uh, it's good yeah. looking. Yeah, it would be nicer if um, if it, we didn't have this red filter over top of it to make mm-hmm. it things more confusing. But um, but yeah, so but not Prowler and not Gene the Wolf. They're saying, "Hey, we got this, Spidey. We'll stop this stampede. You go do your thing." And while Spidey's going, he sees the rhino holding not his not wife as she <laughs> dies in her arms. Mm-hmm. And Fireman's like, 
yeah, I'm not going near that. Guess it sucks to be him, so he goes off. And then we see yet another image. Which is a of, dick move, by the way. Oh, I know. It's just, just, just kind just, of. Uh, it was like Mark Wade suddenly inhabited <laughs> Peter Parker's body. Yeah, it's like, okay, oh, now, no, now, now, it's lots of fence. What is Spider Man going to do at that moment? Everybody That's else true. is yeah. doing the same thing and falling apart. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, yeah. you know, turning into carrion or what the F ever. I mean, yeah. what's, what, what, what's he supposed to do? He's he, he's pressed for time. He's supposed to jump down yeah. Next, yeah. next to a grieving yeah, island man. Oh, yeah, I understand, but it's just a comment. No, no, I'm, like, I'm talking about Zach. I'm calling Zach out right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, we then go back to uh, not Gwen Stacy, uh, cradling not Captain Stacy. And right before Captain not Captain Stacy turns into so much malt meal, um, she basically. <laughs> <laughs> Captain malt meal <laughs> um, he, he basically he basically reiterates the speech he gave to Peter when when the, well when the real Captain Stacy died, but he gives it to Gwen and says, "Promise you'll keep him safe." And she's like, "Oh." And like, Spider Man out of his mouth and he's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crumbling in, crumbling in, you know crumbling into sugary goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god! The sad thing is, is that Captain Stacy looks like Morbius with the with the. Oh. With the he does. He look. It's a pretty. It actually looks like he's. It's pretty gruesome. I would give like Morbius after he was eaten by sharks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so. So exactly. so so Peter so Peter gives Knock when his apologies and says we got to get to the Jackal's lab and so mm-hmm. they start start running and they're being chased by the uh, the trio of loser goblins in the name of the um, Bart Hamilton uh, Green Goblin um, whoever Jackal Lantern this is and whoever is it Mackendale Mackendale one of them's got to be Mac one of them's got to be Mackendale's got to be the it's, Jackal it's Mackendale and it's and it's Daniel Kingsley. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Jack Leonard and Daniel Kingsley is the yeah. Hot yeah. Basically, they're the they're the Goblin Loser Trio is basically <clears throat> what they're being chased by. So JR, they're not. JR, the... are you offended by calling them the Goblin Losers? Uh, no, because that's exactly what they are. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, so anyway, we go back to the fight inside the lab, um, where we have uh, Spider Gwen attacked by She Electro. We've got uh, Kane attacking Ben Twenty Seven, and uh, Doc Ock, who, uh, by the way, um, so technically since he's a clone, also the message boards have dubbed him Doc Clock. So, <laughs> Doc Clock, I like it. <laughs> Doc Clock, and he's trying to apologize to his wife, to his Anna waifu, and says, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm so glad that stuck. It's mm. like he's like trying to say, "Oh, I'm sorry that this. I, 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 I never meant to hurt you. It's all the jackal's fault." Forgetting the fact that he's the guy who caused all this, but we'll name. Mm. And and Anna Marie is like, "No, I'm trying to save the world." And oh, by the way, remember how? Just a curiosity: How did the signal get turned on? Did anyone 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 Doc remember God that? It on. Yeah, which room did he turn it on in? Oh, I don't know. This dude, this whole thing is like uh, like free meth night at the primate house. Yeah, none of it makes a lick of sense. Well, Jesus, where did that come from? So yeah, basically, all Anna Marie could do was just basically walk across the room and turn the switch off. But oh apparently, nobody thinks of doing that in the no, in here. Super oh no, absolutely, because she's the Carly Cooper of this book now. So because mm. oh. she's taking her place. So if you had anyway, to have a Carly Cooper, Anna's the strongest Carly Cooper to have at this point. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So uh, Ben twenty seven, she kind of manhandles handles Kane, and he calls him brother. And that's when Ben, and that's when Kane recognizes. Oh my gosh, Ben, ben? is that you? Right before He's he my gets brother. Uh, 
And by the way, and I want you guys to pay attention, everyone to pay very close attention to this point, because Ben 27 throws Kane outside the building window, mm-hmm. and Spider-Gwen leaps after Kane outside the building window. We'll, we'll come back to this point in a minute. Okay. Um, and then I think I know where you're going with that. Yeah, and then he yeah. tells she, and then uh, Ben twenty seven tells she, she Electro, okay, yeah, you can go kill them now because you know special circumstances, aka the slot demands it. And uh, so now we, so then we cut from this scene back to Peter and uh, not Gwen being chased by the uh, Goblin Loser trio, and again they see Kane falling outside the building and Spider Gwen falling after him outside the building and not Gwen realizes oh my gosh I didn't know that other Gwen had spider powers and she says oh I get he's there really are better versions of me out there Hmm. and uh Peter you know he decides to basically lie to her and say um you know that you know it tells her well there's only one Gwen Stacy and I know her anywhere. He should have told though, her the best ones in the ground. Yep. Well, he did. Well, he just got. He well. You remember he did tell her a few moments ago that she was just a clone, and he's seen other clones of Gwen Stacy. So I guess he didn't want to hurt her feelings. Can, can we call not Gwen? Can we call her Squeezy Bake? <laughs> can we call her Squeezy Bake? Well, squeezy Bake. Okay. So. Anyway, how about blonde so bake? Pe- blonde bake. Okay. <laughs> so squeezy bake and well, or Peter and a uh, blonde bake, I guess. Um, squeezy bake. Squeezy bake, bake sounds like easy bake. Or That's when, why the whole thing works. Okay, yeah. squeezy bake. Then fine. Well, so, so squeezy. So he and squeezy bake. They go to the to the door, <laughs> wow. and 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 just about and she basically and he's they're about to you know she's about to fall in, but then. She closes the sliding door behind him, and he's like, what are you doing? He says, well, she's going to try to buy uh, Peter some time. And he says, no. He says, I don't want you to – and she's telling him, no, I don't want you to see, see me like this as I'm turning into you know, flour and what have you. And so, yeah, I don't want you to see me decomposing <laughs> a patter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want – and she says, every person on this whole stupid planet is counted on you, Peter Parker. Promise me you'll, do me, me pr- you'll make me proud. He says, oh, I promise. And we get – and then the, and as the loser trio of goblins show up and they, she's standing her ground. And, you know, and she's going to and they ask her, like, how this is how you want to spend your last moments on Earth. And she says, this time going out fighting, helping to save the world. You bet. And to prove how much of a sudden badass she is, she touches a lit pumping bomb with one hand. And everyone's thinking, oh, my gosh, this is so cooler than how the real Gwen Stacy died because she's not dying like a victim, to which I have to add. One, this is not the real Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Two, just because Emma Stone played Gwen Stacy in the films does not make Gwen Stacy Emma Stone. Yeah. And three, we don't actually get to see her die because we then cut from this yeah. back um, to uh, Spider-Gwen and Kane who somehow – remember when they were falling outside the building? Now they're somehow inside. Somehow they fall, they've fallen back right back inside the okay, building. Okay, now, now in, in, in the creative team's defense, this is the second time I've defended Slot in this point. Okay. If you look at the panel where they're falling out of the building, yeah. it looks like they're falling outside of an enclosure into something that's like an atrium. 
Oh. Right, but they're so it looks like they're like inside a room, inside a building, and they're they're thrown out of that room. Yeah, but what now? It looks like they're inside a, the lobby of a building, and there's no it, you can't. Yeah, it looks well, like, it looks like it looks like fair, they're in the embassy suites. Mm-hmm. To, to be fair, there was multiple inside, outside of built like this. This whole complex was just bizarre. Yeah, in, in how it's, it's structured. Supposed be, it's supposed to be the Trans America building. But I don't think this is how the Trans America building is in- designed. I okay, but anyway, the clones are trying to st- who are still trying to get away from the noise somehow, and they're going to stampede through the building. And so, and Gain's like, "Oh my gosh, they're going to contaminate everyone." This is how I've seen it happen so many times, and they're like, and so. Not Prowler and not Gene DeWolf are fighting. She let grow and everything like this. And meanwhile, the lizard, he's like, oh, stupid humans, because he's had (laughs) stupid humans, because he's had enough of this. And he's like, come, my not wife and not not son. I will I will prevent (laughs) you from I will prevent you from turning into Bisquick by turning into you into Sleestacks. Because, <laughs> because that's what he's gonna do. I said, I'm guessing because he's got that. Re- remember, because he's got that regeneration formula thing. So we'll mm, find clearly out. Martha Con- the the not Martha Connors is set to become the new Stegron, like Stegron Legacy. Stegron. Oh yeah, and that will be the new Fantastic Four with uh, Ste- the Lizard, the- <laughs> Stegron, wow. Stegron, Stegron, Martha Connors, and Billy. And Dang. the entire the, 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 there would be a power struggle between Stegron, Stegron and. And I want a bride sure. of Stegron storyline now that where where Martha, where Martha Connors is torn between the two. <laughs> damn. damn my damn my traitorous heart. Damn my lying heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we go back to um, we go back to uh, back to the lab where Ben Twenty Seven is finding Doc Clock and Anna Maria, who still hasn't figured out to go to the off switch and turn the thing on. She's doing some typing at the computer to try to do do some do some science. And Peter and Spidey, yes, and Spidey shows up and he's like Ben, and he's like, oh, and 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 then he and Peter's like this guy, whatever you were, Riley, you're not my brother. And every Clone Saga fan's heart just basically died at that. I laughed my ass off. And I'm like, somebody's Except triggered for, out there. Poor Zach. Poor Zach. I hate like on George is on cloud nine at this point. Um, Zach, not so Anna, much. But Anna, but Anna's like, hey Peter, no, I need you to get over here. And he's like, and she's telling him um, because Anna has figured out using the power of watching Doctor Who to reverse the polarity of the news. <laughs> Or in this case, to inverse the frequency, the, the reverse the freq- inverse the frequency. Um, now, are they going? To, so, so basically, so they decide to. Um, so Peter downloads it to his webware, and, and so we're going to go to the uh, Fact Channel newsroom to basically upload this inverse frequency. And so he then tells Doc Ock, "Hey, can you handle Ben Twenty Seven? And and or Doc Clock is like, "Well, how did you know I was going to, you know." do this how he's going to sacrifice myself and peter says what is quite possibly one of the dumbest things he has ever said that's okay. saying a lot for the last 10 years yeah. oh yeah but no but he says let's hear it. Quote, you forget i've been inside your head you're not all bad mm. no yeah what the so f- this is the guy who the tried f- to kill the planet <laughs> when he had cancer 
Yes, he tried. Yeah, he tried to blow up the world, destroy the world, destroy all of multiple the multiple times. It, multiple times. Tried to kill Peter. Took his place. Maimed Bla- Peter. Maimed Black Cat back in the eighties. Has maimed Black Cat as Superior Spider Man. Oh, and has one time. And one had time as, as bragged about how he aspired to be a mass mur- mur- and I quote a mass murderer worse than Pol Pot, Hitler, and Genghis Khan combined. Yeah, and who. Who's also, you know, killed criminals and who's also tried to seduce Mary Jane and Anna Maria under false pretenses. No, Doc Ock, you boys and girls, isn't all isn't a bad person. He's a special little snowflake inside. And also, Doc Ock has died more than twice. He's died three times. It ties mm-hmm. in, but well, I, I think Slot, on some level, associates himself or, or relates to to Otto. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's like his subconscious coming through in the writing, you know. But especially since most all this is slot fan fiction, uh, this is uh, Otto is slot's Mary Sue. Yeah, but this, I mean, yeah. When I read, it, I'm like, give me a freaking break. Yeah. I think you know, yeah, I'm a Doc Ock, Doctor Octopus fan too, and even mm-hmm. I knew that was a bunch of crap. But yeah. um, so <laughs> anyway, question. yeah, I know. <laughs> so so uh, Peter and uh, and uh, Anna they go to the Fact News Channel room and. Oh, look who just randomly shows up. It's Silk. Mm-hmm. Because you, and, and and Peter's like, well, oh. Sil- Silk does work there. But well, yeah, yeah. but don't let Dan's but... Law write you, Silk. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, but Silk. But yeah, Peter's like, oh, so I didn't even hear what Ashley said. What Ashley say? I said, get, I out, you, get out of the dance lot comically. Well, so, <laughs> well, well, not, yeah, well, not to worry because she doesn't actually do much. I mean, Thank they God. don't even, they don't even, they're not even overcome by their sudden urge to suddenly make out for no apparent reason either. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, she's doing his cameo alert. It seems like Morning. they finally, it seems like they finally put the, put the kibosh on that shit. Yeah, they pretty yeah. much did. But well, oh, it was no, like, well, just, apparently the readers hate this, so maybe we can yeah, tone this down. But basically she's there because, hey, her series, which is about to be canceled, also is a clone conspiracy tie-in. And she basically says, oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah, I'm just, um, Wait a minute, yeah, is that, uh, that canceled? Yeah, it, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. The, the, according to the solits, there's no solits uh, for May, so uh, presumably <laughs> oh, it's itself. Wow. That's sad. I, I like the Silk Book too. Yeah, I know. So this is her. So so get it. So this is her moment to shine here, where she basically says, "Yeah, uh, not yeah, uh, Jonah's not wife is dying over here and turning it, and she's basically telling Jonah's because Jonah's not wife Mar- uh, no. turned off the broadcast." Somehow, so they can't get the signal or signal, even though somehow the clones are still turning into flat into Bisquick at this point. Yeah, I don't know how, but and so she's basically saying, "Oh, don't worry," and not and not Marla's telling Jonah, "Don't worry, dear. We'll we'll all be Pillsbury Doughboys together soon." And <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she's you know, and she dies, and mm. Jonah's like, "Oh." Don't tell Parker he was right. This is this is Dan Slott's way, by the way, of uh, reversing the polarity. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you, when you, it, which is a Doctor Who thing, and of course yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, that's he bases half his writing on that. Oh yeah. It, so yeah, when he's talking about inverting the frequency, that's totally him saying. Reverse oh yeah, that's polarity. right. That's why I said it was yeah. So, which is just a way that for those of you who don't know what reverse the polarity means, it, it was, was basically it was a way for. Um, to redo uh, is it for to redo something that's been broken? 
I mean, it's... No, okay, let, let me finish. Oh, sorry. It's, it, it's a way for John Pertwee, who was the third doctor, to basically circumnavigate having to say a bunch of science shit he didn't want to say and just say reverse the... It became a recurring gag where he was it, like... Yeah, oh. basically, it's, just, it's Dr. Pertwee's way of saying science is happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that yep. pretty much sums it up. I agree on that. Yeah, so... Yeah. They, so And then we get another Man. thing where basically... And where, we, where Anna Maria finds out that, oh, that Peter never actually planned... Uh, that basically knew that they were going to somehow turn off the uh, the, the fact check channel sequence, and Peter says, "Yeah, I never planned on using any of their equipment." So then, what the heck was his plan A then? If he didn't even have a plan A, so basically he decides to just do what he probably should have done from the beginning: is is he's going to up? He's just going to activate the inverse frequency from his little uh, glorified iPhone on his wrist, and base and he's a, does a little. And um, hacks into the end of the system, and because his whatever. wrist can do anything, including yeah, pretty much the just, polarity of the neutron, yeah, the neutron flow. flow. And she, and Anna and Anna Maria, who apparently has not ever heard of the concept of hey, um, we could actually make more of these units, is worried about oh, if you do that, it might destroy all the webware, and it would set us all back. He oh. says, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it, even though yeah, even though it's just like. It might destroy this horribly unpopular company. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. So he says, well, that's a risk we're going to have to take. And so he's going to send this out. He's worldwide. so selfless. Yes. He's got it. And so he basically, um, and he turns it on. And then we get just as annoying sound, the, another annoying sound, in which one person, I kid you not, thinks it must be terrorists. Because that joke certainly hasn't gotten old. And, <laughs> and so... That, that and, joke got old about 2005. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So, and at this point, and somehow the clones are. Well, wait a minute now. Super super villainy is is. I, I think you have to say it's a form of terrorism. Well, yeah, but yes, no, but but, but the idea that the, but no, but this is Peter doing this. Must be terrorists. It must yeah, be but terrorists. he's doing it in relation to. to uh, never yeah, mind. You're yeah, defending yeah. Slot again. <laughs> Don't worry. You do. What is what? What is going on with you tonight? Fairman. White is black and black is white. We Wait a minute. What if class. what if George is a clone? Oh yes, oh. I've been replaced with a clone. No, if well, I was a clone, I'd be I'd be saying the same shit I'd already said because basically I'm just a copy. Well, well, speaking that's of all clones, a clone got, is. well, speaking of clones, I got some bad news for George because uh, there are some of the clone because of this inverse signal, some of the clones that you demanded that survive like uh, Massacre and uh, the She Electro and I guess that she like true. She like true. There, um, you know, Squeezy Bake made it out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because the big man, all he finds is her coat, and he doesn't big, find. Uh, yeah, you know, like, like, well, talk about Hobie. Hobie made it out. No, not Hobie's dead. Not Hobie's dead. Because he not Hobie's dead, but actual original original. The original Hobie survived somehow. Oh yes, I remember, yes. I remember somebody on this podcast being very adamant that Hobie Brown wasn't dead and being totally wrong. There you go. There you go. Yep. I, 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 my memory, my memory slips a little bit. Who was that <laughs> saying that Hobie Brown poor, wasn't actually? Dead? Poor Hobie lived at the end of this book just so his book will get canceled, which is sad. Yeah, so, so, that so book's not bad. Wasn't even his book. <laughs> yeah, so all you people, yeah, so all those people who actually bought the bought the Prowler series, I hope you thought that was money well worth spending because that wasn't <laughs> it the actual. Really that was the actual Prowler. On you? Yeah. Wow. So anyway, we go back to uh, Ben Twenty Seven and Doc Clock. They're still fighting, and Doc Clock damages uh, Ben 27's, uh 
little webware. And so he's like, oh, well, you can't stop the decay. And Doc Ock's like, you know, you pathetic clone, you cost Anna her life, and says possibly the dirtiest thing he ever said, melt with me. And then, <laughs> like butter. <laughs> yeah. me. Well, no, I, when I read I'll that immediately, I'm, yeah, I was thinking, was it, did, did the world also stop or? Man. You know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, so all the people who are infected are cured. And then, and then, but then, so Spidey and Anna, they go back to the wreckage and, oh, they find uh, Ben 27 and. Doc and Doc Clock apparently turned to clone dust, which, of course, since we all know that Ben 27 is getting his own series, we know he's not dead. And we also get a clue that Doc Clock is not dead because guess what? The proto clone, you know, the one that does not subject it to clone degeneration Mm -hmm. is mysteriously missing. So now is all that is it proto clone in the shape of of, of Peter? Um, it kind of looks, we don't know, but that's okay. the thing. This of course is possi- it is. Of course yeah. it is. This is possibly, uh, after all the rigmarole Dan Slott did to try to get Doc Ock back to his classic look, we're getting right back possibly to the return of the superior Spider-Man. Mm. So now I tell you, I tell you what, if yeah. it turns out that the book that Peter David's writing is actually Otto trapped in a, in, in a Parker clone's body, I might... Give it a try. Mm. I might give it a try. If it's Ben Riley, no, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really hey, hey. And, and, Dickhead. And, oh, uh, hey, 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 hey. Bring it up. Well, oh, and by the way, he also finds uh, Gwen's state, not Gwen's coat, and he assumes that she must be dead. But, of course, he forgot the rule that if there's no body, that means there's no death. So, if there's no flour, there's no cake. That's exactly right. Oh my god! Not quite is somewhere out there, folks. No, there's. That's the quote of the night. If there's no flour, no there's, flour no there's no cake. Okay. No and, and also, and also, we find we learn that a bunch of uh, C and D list villains. villains um, well, no, actually, it's the clones of a bunch of C and D list villains may have survived. So they're out there somewhere, too. And then <sighs> who should also show up finally but Dr. Clarkson, who who basically says that, oh, I'm not bad. I'm just a terrible doctor, just essentially, draw- because I'm, just, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn this way and written this way. <laughs> I'm not a criminal. I just need to lose my license to practice medicine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so she tells him, hey, you need to come down to the basement. I wonder if Dr. Kevorkian lo- used that line. Mm. Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm just a terrible doctor. Come down doctor. to the basement. No, I, I was quoting Jessica Rabbit from <laughs> yeah. Roger Rabbit. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn this way. Drawn that quote. way. Yeah. Well, well we, we knew that, Brad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, she invites everybody, all this, all everybody down to come down to the basement. And no, that's not – and get your minds out of the gutter because that's not what that implies. But so she <laughs> invites him down to the basement, and who do we find? So all the new you patients were in cryogenic freeze. Mm-hmm. So they're still alive. Is that alive. Electro? Is, is Max Dillon in there? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. They're, they're silhouetted, and I'm like, you know, I, I, I yeah. kind of wish Max Dillon didn't have to we'll die for – this crappy yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, but Hobie Browns, they made it. So he's Hopefully, there. If, if, if Max is back, if he, he gets rid of that stupid-ass face that day. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. And, and don't forget Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, the, like, who, who, we've, who, the we've, beaver. Really, yeah, who almost, we forgot his name. Jerry Mathers. 
Yeah, the guy who's like, oh, he's like, where is everybody? And everything. He's like, well, don't worry. And Spidey's like, don't worry. I'm going to take you back to your wife and son. And he's oh like, gosh. and Jerry's like, I understand. You only did what you can because you're only human. And, and, and like 85% of the readers reading this were like, who the F is Jerry Saltera? It, 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 it took me a minute, yeah. yeah from the beginning no of this no goddamn story. Who it is. it took me a minute. It says the end. Oh, right. wait, we still got clone conspiracy Omega to go through and whatever in the issue we got it, left. So it's really not the, oh the end. God. Psych. I, yeah, JK. I, 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 be, I believe the phrase that should properly be used is, <clears throat> but wait. There's, there's, there's more. more. Let's let's <laughs> yeah. go around the horn. Emphasis on butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Let, let me, yeah. Let's go around the horn for grades. Mike, what would you give this one? Well, normally this would be a D minus. Yeah. But only because of the art. But I want to give. But I almost kind of want to give this like um um an asterisk. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm I just want to give this a um um. I want to give this a DC for donkey crap, basically. Is basically a, D and a, a D and a C, okay. A DC for God, for DC for donkey crap, basically. Wow. But no, or well, no, it's D minus, really. But D, yeah, D this minus. Just, okay. <laughs> Let's go to the uh, the clone lover himself, Zach. What would you give this issue as a grade? Can we call him a clone file. Clone file. <sighs> oh, deep sigh, deep sigh. Winding Uh-oh. up. Oh, winding <laughs> up. F. 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 <laughs> the biggest clone fan gave it an F. Take that this in, is, listeners. Take that in. This is a complete catastrophic and total failure on all accounts. All right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. JR, what's your grade? D. Ashley. I can't give something incomplete a grade. Oh. <laughs> it's, an, it's an I. Good call. That's Good very call. true. George. Uh, F, this is poor, clumsy storytelling. Mm-hmm. D, out of me. Out of me. Wow. Brad yeah. liked the yeah. cover. No, I, I like the yeah. art. <laughs> if, it would be an F if there was any other artist. I'm sorry, but yeah, the, I agree. This, yeah, I agree. This, this yeah. coloring, I've never said this before, but the coloring, I did this on the jam review. The coloring actually killed the artwork for me. Oh, oh really? yeah, especially the filters. In, those first, in those first couple pages where they put that. that God red, off freaking that red, red tint all over the place. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's like, let's go. Let's start. Filters. Let's start. Who had the highest grade? The, the glowing eyes need to die already. The glowing mm. eyes and it's 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 done. Get 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 over it. I guess it was all D's all around. Is there has? No, I gave it an F. Well, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I mean, maybe George, yeah. George gave it the same grade. I apologize. I'm, yeah. I'm saying D was the highest grade. It sounds like. Yeah. It, uh, well, D, so. Yeah. Uh, Fellas that gave it a D, and what what's positive about this? Let's hear some pros. The art. That's it. The art, I would agree. That, that's it. That's all it I is. I can that's actually give it a positive. Go ahead. I feel like structurally it was done pretty well. If you're actually into the story and not hating what's going on, I feel like the emotional beats were all hit at the right moments, and the pacing worked. Until you got to the ending, and it just is like, oh, hey, I forgot to put the rest of the ending in here. Like, what kind of ending is that to leave on? Mm -hmm. He's trying to bookend starting the book with Jerry and ending the book with Jerry, but we don't care about Jerry. No. Oh, my God. That is like ninth grade literature class garbage right there. Sorry. (laughs) No, here's the thing. Um, They should have bit the bullet and said, okay, we're going to be releasing Clone Conspiracy 6. Instead mm-hmm. of doing this whole Omega bullcrap coda, 
Because what what he essentially has done is the ASM issue and Omega are basically two codas mm-hmm. to this story. Mm-hmm. The, the entire structure of the story is so poorly done that it's exacerbated by the quote-unquote ending of this miniseries that's not an ending. No. It's not an ending. The, the, the lack of uh, sticking the ending is a common problem with slots oh, dude, events. Everybody, everybody. I, I, if you go yeah. back and listen to several podcasts where the last four months or whatever, I've been giving this book higher grades than most. And, oh, he didn't... Yeah, oh, yeah, he didn't, but, yeah, but he, he stuck, case, he stuck just, it. Did, just, he did yeah, not yeah, stick the did, ending. No, he not only didn't he did he didn't just fall flat on his face with this. You remember that yeah. scene from Captain America: Civil War where Scarlet Witch basically propels the Vision down to the, like the center of the Earth? Yeah, that's basically what this comic is. That's how far this comic fell. It's off because rails. because yeah, this was just. I mean, I mean, I guess we're now in con territory, but. This this ending was basically it was a cop out ending, it yeah. was a non ending, and it was a flaccid ending of wow. basically <laughs> all in one. Flaccid. Wow. Flaccid. What the visual image I just got of a comic book uh, you don't want to see. Yeah, that's Ooh. not what I wanted to see at twelve o'clock. Okay, wow. so so we're we're gonna go cons. Mike, your biggest con, you kinda miss flaccid pretty much sums it up. Oh yeah. Uh, any other I mean, con- but- big cons? It's just the, the the thing about this is like everything. Uh, it's almost like there's like yeah, there's just no just coherency in thing. It just characters just suddenly randomly do stuff, and yeah. you know we get no explanation for why Ben twenty seven just randomly goes insane. Um, so <laughs> no, every, every, no, none. We every, have no every, explanation. Every beat, all the emotional beats, we get through no less than three. Like oh. People cradling their loved ones in the in, in the um, in their arms as they turn to uh, Bisquick stuff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, which is kind of gets a little bit repetitive. And then that thing with Gwen. I mean, I know there's some fans of Gwen Stacy out there, but you know, this that was, was complete bullshit. This was I've, tried. This her, was hit. That's Emma Stone. That's Emma Stone. That's not even Emma Stone. Emma Stone didn't have that kind of agility to catch a pumpkin bomb. Pumpkin bomb yeah. with her hand. This was this was that, trying. This was, that was so, asinine. This was trying so hard to they, try to make her have a more glorified death or something, even though she's probably not dead. Oh, Squeezy I mean, Bake made it out of there. Squeezy yeah. Bake made it out. Here, here, we never it. saw an explosion. We never heard an explosion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who supposedly die, that, but they don't. But we don't see them die on panel. Here, so, here's two yeah. of my, my biggest cons. One, I didn't understand. When he was holding Gwen and they were swinging... And he goes, mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, we don't have time for this. And Spidey goes, I don't care. There's something I need to tell you. What yeah. did he? What did he want to tell her? What? I don't know if he wanted to tell her. I love. Does her. Does anybody give? You really? Give I, yeah, I, I obviously do. Say. I, I well, it's like, hey, you know those two kids that you had. What the hell? That's why. Yeah, I think. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, when there's something I have to tell you, I'm about to date Mockingbird. <laughs> I'm about to I'm, I'm about to trade you trade you in Blondie for another one. Oh my when god. When there's something I have to tell you, I'm about to I'm about to start dating a, a stand up comedian. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that, yeah. when, that wait I have something to tell you. I've I've sworn off baked goods. And all <laughs> I switched I saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. Geico. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other big problem I have with this uh, it's it's uh, it's another thing that's not on the page, but Spider-Man's biggest loss of mm-hmm. a loved one is Uncle Ben. 
He yeah. wouldn't be Spider-Man otherwise. The right. Uncle Ben storyline should be on the last page. Yeah, because like, Uncle Ben's body's still floating yeah. around. Uh, exactly. No, no, I where, can tell you right now. Where the Guys, where the what? Go ch- go check out the preview of Omega. They oh, talk yeah, about Uncle Ben. That, he does, that, that does yeah. get followed up on. Okay. That's right. But the 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 story beat of the ending of the story should be about Uncle Ben, not the not Jerry Salteris. It was yeah, like the guy, you know, guy he, he should go to the this guy is. Yeah. He, we sh- he should go to the trunk and say, Uncle Ben, I'm going to be a better person and I'm not going to give in to bringing you back mm-hmm. or something like that. That should be the last beat of the story. Not, mm-hmm. hey, Jerry, glad again, things worked this out. Isn't, this isn't the end of the story, Brad. It's part five and it says the fucking end. <laughs> five <laughs> yeah, of but five. It's but it's not. That's, that's the, <laughs> that is the one of the major cons that this is not the end. Why put five of five on the cover if it's not the end? That's the well, problem. Like, because Marvel, because it's like Civil War Two. It was originally supposed to be seven issues, but they decided, hey, but Marvel's like, hey, we let's just expand it to eight. Same thing here. Uh, unbelievable. Events, major limelight events had to have extra issues crammed at the end. One to capitalize on sales, but yeah, two, for new number be- ones. <laughs> yeah, two. Because the storytellers can't freaking pace a story enough to where mm-hmm. they don't they, have it plotted out. Exactly. Yeah. They don't yeah. have – they print hey, JR, the first uh, issue before they know the ending. Um, mm-hmm. JR, I'll bring you back in for a second. Okay. Did you, because we, we're all talking and you're not. Uh, did you, on the very first issue of Clone Conspiracy number one, what, was your big, wasn't your biggest complaint the fact that we really didn't get – much going on the story <laughs> probably among others yes yeah now, I, I distinctly remember you saying that because i gave clone conspiracy number one an a plus yeah <laughs> oh my I gosh really yes yeah wow i gave it an a plus it has now completely fallen to the other end of the spectrum by yeah. issue by by number five yeah. Oh yeah, this issue. This issue retroactively lowers every single issue's grade exactly. that we've just covered. By the, that's how bad this one is. Right. This it, this was so yeah. badly paced that the ASM issues had to be the extended scenes that you watch on the, on the DVD after you've watched the rest of the movie, and you're like, oh, I see why they they cut this mm. thing out. And there's yeah. so many side stories to understand what the main one's about. That it it just feel I mean this it's not complete storytelling. The only the only two issues that re, of ASM that were needed for this event to under to get the full grasp of the story was the Ben Riley issue and the Kane issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even the Kane issue was somewhat thrown away yeah. because Kane what the hell did Kane do? He sat there, got captured, and was sitting there. Tied up the entire rest of the time. Man. Oh, and technically, we uh, remember they were uh, like I said, they were all supposed to turn into rage. Like when they turn into carrions, they're supposed they to act like zombies. Because, yeah. uh, be qu- to be quite honest, it just further cemented the fact that this is uh, maximum clonage two electric bugaboo <laughs> by <laughs> slot. And yeah. it was okay. Maximum clonage was so bad that they brought in Todd Dezago when they. When they originally were doing it, to script over the plot, the quote unquote plot, with the writers because the writers really didn't want to do that that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Let's... four of the six issues were done by the at the time rookie writer, yeah. 
And then you had Tom Lyle come in and do the final issue of Omega. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have- feel like Tom Lyle has been writing the, f- the last five issues of, maxim- of, of clonage- Maximum Clonage Conspiracy. Mm. Yeah. We have- and, uh, but, we- and, and, and I was going to – it's interesting enough. Like what exactly was the conspiracy here that everybody was – You know, I mean – but again, it's like – again, that's the thing that these guys were all supposed to turn into like these kind of zombie things. But nobody became really a zombie. They're just like they acted just like every like normal. Except they, they just look like except they look like uh, like uh, burnt cheddar cheese or something at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Let, but, let's let's hear Jr.'s cons. We haven't heard from Jr. What's what's your major con from this issue? Well, I just was thoroughly confused. Yes. I didn't understand the ending. I didn't understand you know when the the. Uh, the, the people came crawling out of the cryogenic tubes at the end is like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. Did they, I, I thought these people died. I mean, you yeah. know, didn't, like when Hobie <laughs> came out, it's yeah. like, wait a minute, didn't, didn't she electro or whatever just like fry his ass real good or something? And yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, I really don't know what it happened. It doesn't make he sense. Only killed. He was thinking as he was, I, I think he was just like crippled or mortally injured. He wasn't mm-hmm. killed outright. Yeah. And then he just well, kind yeah, of passed wait. out. Oh, by the way, so much for that quote unquote the idea that these were reanimates because they're clearly were clones. I mean, just by the fact that they have all these guys who all these guys are alive at the end and stuff, and they were you know. But yeah. so conspiracy five, the giant backtracking issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just so confusing. Uh, any uh, George and Ashley, we haven't heard your cons or anything else you'd like uh, to add go, that has been said. Go ahead, Ashley. I would just say, um, you know, talking about how. It's a total non-ending to the clone conspiracy yeah. arc as a whole. But even just looking at it as a singular issue, it's such a weird place to, I don't want to say end, because it doesn't end. It just kind of just stops. Mm-hmm. It's just suddenly... I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, one it's, of the things that um, Howard Mackey was really bad about was like he would get to like t- page number 20, of 22 and then he would realize that oh crap i gotta end this i gotta end this issue really quickly so he'd do like a very abrupt ending kind of how i felt like with this whole issue kind of like, like hammer was- films if, if you've ever watched a bunch of the old hammer horror films from the 60s the british films a lot of times like shit would just fall apart at the end and the castle would explode and that's how the movie and then the credits <laughs> yeah i mean like yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this, this sums that sums yeah. it up yeah yeah this isn't even, it's like, oh, you're only human. And it just sounds like a a pat on the, it's not even a pat on the back. It's just like a, I just don't even know what it's to call it. It's symbolism because the clones are not hum, really human or whatever. I don't know. So, what are they? Are I mean, yeah, they are human. Yeah. Jo- but George, what's, <laughs> what's your thoughts before we move on? Um, a couple of things. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys keep bringing up the slot doesn't, uh, or the slot has a problem with endings. Yeah. Um, slot doesn't just have a problem with endings. I I agree, but that's a, slot yeah. has a problem with starts and middles too. <laughs> a big problem. No, I, there's been some stories that the the first couple issues are compelling enough for me to be interested in, but they don't keep me interested uh, through the middle and especially the ending. See, the thing is, he's a, he's 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 a, he's a, he's a, what he's kind of has he's good with the idea hooks. He hooks you in, but then he goes so overboard and so, you know, tries to juggle so much stuff at once. And it's just like, bleh, and he just loses, loses kind of the balance and everything else. Like, but it happens all the time with any kind of these big giant beds that he's building up to. <laughs> so Slot doesn't just have a problem with endings. He has a problem with starts and he has a problem in middles. Um, and he has a problem he, with characterization. That's for sure. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. 
Yes. <laughs> Otto, he's nailed. I mean, he, he's he got Otto down pretty well. Yeah, he's got Otto. He's got, or in this case, Doc Clock pretty If Dan Slott wanted to write a, an Otto Octavius comic book, it sign may, me up. It may be coming. It may be coming. It may be this. coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm not done. Can Sorry. I, yeah, hit so, it. Okay. Um, Dan Slott needs to stop saying words like resurrected in the, in the interviews <laughs> that he's giving. Mm-hmm. Um, he keeps doing that, and I've seen Marvel do it a few times. They'll they'll say, you know, well, now that we've resurrected this, for this person's getting resurrected. This is not a resurrection. No, a resurrection is when you take the original character and the original character comes back. These are all copies. That's these right. Are all shit. These are all shit. You pay a dollar for it, Kinkos. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even real people. It's Just FedEx long. Kinkos. Get it right there, Barryman. Mm. But yeah, like They're- I said, these are these are these are Xerox copies of C and D list villains that he's brought back. Or he's uh, he's bringing. Well, I mean, I'm not just. I I mean, mostly like like with characters like Squeezy Bake. Yeah. Uh, Suddenly, that that'll be the recurring thing now. She's been resurrected. She's still out. And I'm like, no, Gwen Stacy's in the ground. Yeah. Gwen Stacy died a long time ago, Mm -hmm. and we need to keep. We need to stop dragging her corpse back out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my thing. Oh, I'm bringing back around the web. Uh, Let's (laughs) go, Josh. ComicBookRoundup.com oh, has dear. a whole bunch of uh, reviews. Let's go to the worst review, which they give it a four out of ten uh, from the B- which is Brad, which is an F. That would be an F. You're that correct. That would be an F. This is from the the Beat uh, ComicsBeat.com. No wait, that no a four that would be a D. Pardon me, I take that back. No, no it wouldn't. Four D. four is four. It would be a D. It would be four, a D. one through three would be an F. One through three would be forty percent is an F. Fifty no, percent Brad. Would be a D. So I, disagree. I disagree. I <laughs> disagree. It's right. a 10-point scale, no, Douglas. Hang yes, on, 100% a, is an A, 90% is an A, 80% is a B, 70% is no, a C. No, 1 and 2 would be an F, 3 and 4 would be would be a D. Right, you're well, basing – okay, you're basing it off of a – Oh, okay, okay. It's a 4 out of 10. <laughs> Take what you want from it. Fuck it. All right. Between Dead more, dead No More, the close conspiracy has been there, done that premise, and muddled final issues, there's only so much room for compelling plot and art, and, and they've built a career out of it. So they obviously didn't like it. 5 out of 10. Uh, clone conspiracy ends in lackluster fashion, continuing – Threats of strange spider leg clone saga shenanigans have preceded it. Uh, let's see. Newsarama gave it 6 out of 10. Uh, it suffers from a jam-packed narrative and a slightly ambiguous ending, but the character bet- moments between Gwen and Peter shine. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that's I, being generous, I think. I, I, yeah, IGN, that's very generous. IG, They're trying to find <laughs> positive things. IGN yeah. gives it a 6. Uh, it uh, the miniseries ends its short lifespan, much as it lived, with great visuals and some big emotional moments, but also a lot of missed opportunity. Uh, Superior Spider Talk seven point five out of ten. It marks a successful ending. Uh, of, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I would respectfully I will respectfully disagree. Okay, with hold on. Who said Superior this? Star, Superior Spider, spider Talk. Here, hold on. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but they. Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, it, the, it's it's a good comic. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Clone Conspiracy 5 marks a successful ending for Marvel's latest spider event. Both Spider-Man and, the, and many members of his supporting cast look great in this high-stakes story. However, questions remain about a number of key players in this tale, and the outcome of the upcoming epilogue issues of this event could potentially bump up the score of this comic. If Spoilers, ex- that's not going to happen. If ex- Remember when an epilogue was like, well, it's like a page? 
Yeah, or like yeah. one or yeah. two pages. Yeah. Now, we, now they have to be. Uh, this course, is yeah. this is the highest review. This is eight point five out of ten. Yeah, that's that sounds high. From Comicosity dot com. Let's see if there's a summary at the end. Uh, yeah. While there is an upbeat moment to finish of Clone Conspiracy 5, there really isn't a satisfying conclusion. But they love the book. <laughs> this doesn't what? feel like an event that needed its own series, save for the fact that Jim Chung is not always available for a monthly assignment. I expected more than I got out of this ser- entire series. And this final issue provides a strong example of what that means with so much that could have happened being pushed out to later dates and future stories. I don't think the Clone Conspiracy should have been any longer, but I do think it could have been more complete. And this is an 8.5 out of 10 review. That's that's asinine. (laughs) That's making a goddamn sense. Absolutely asinine. Wow. Anyway, that that was the last Around the Web that we've got. Uh, Okay. Okay, let's move on to the next issue because we're we're running long. Uh, We've got Zach with uh, ASM24. Take me through that. All right, ASM24, of course, has Dan Slott. Uh, plotting with Christos Gage doing the script. Giuseppe Camincoli is coming back as the penciler. Cam Smith is the inker, and Jason Keith is the colorist. So we open up with the new Hugh headquarters, the Jackal's Laboratory, with uh, uh, pretty much picking up the fight from Clone Conspiracy number 5, where we have Doc Ock and Anuba Ben fighting it out with some... Uh, with the... Uh, looks like Captain Universe stasis pod with the uh, protoclone. Yep. Anyway, yeah, you can't tell it's that Dr. That's, Manhattan. <laughs> that's exactly Dr. Manhattan. that's true. Yeah. You can't tell yeah. if it looks like Peter or not in there. Yeah. No. So uh, we we get a lot more. Um, it's basically the extended scene. Yeah. You know, uh, Ben or not Ben is like, "Hey, dupe, how about a hand?" And of course, um, he starts to melt. Yeah. Uh, Which is it's kind of a graphic scene too. Picture yeah, too. very very graphic. And then we have uh, the rest of the Miles Warns start to melt, except for the one that's not dissolving. Which There's means- so much flour on these two pages. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh like when God. you when you open up the pages, there's like flour comes out like a, a renewal subscription, then a magazine just flies okay, out. When I came, I, I was gone <laughs> from, from my... Um, it's like it's like boxes of Jello cracked open. I, I was gone <laughs> like from my, at my house for two weeks, and yeah. during, uh, during my time that I was gone... My refrigerator that was out in the garage got moved into my house, and they forgot to turn it back on. Well, they put all my food in there. Oh! So when I got home, I had some biscuits that were um, exploded. You had some clone big explosions in your so fridge. I, I, I had some clone explosions in my fridge. Oh! So anyway, so uh, so my biscuits have, are uh, burning. <laughs> we have a Miles Horn that was not dissolving, and so he then realizes. I'm the real Miles Warren. How the hell does that work? Well, wait a minute. What if what if he's a Miles Warren clone that uh, that that wasn't just fresh out of the oven like everybody else? Well, no, like because maybe... he's not dissolving like the rest. Who? Even though yeah, but, probably... but yeah, but I thought that was, that was Zach. What was you know? But Zach was telling us that like the only reason that a clone would dissolve is if they were right out of the Easy Bake oven. What if well, he's because, just a clone who's been around? Well, he's not being affected by the brown uh, again, note. Basically, again, this so. is this is good, and I'm going to get into this. In a it's minute. confusing so, as all hell. Uh, so anyway, we have the quote unquote real Miles Warren, yeah. Who uh, all this time, how uh, Ben must have laughed behind his back, and you are nothing but a clone of Peter Parker yourself. You stripped me of my dignity, my identity, made me believe I was an imitation. Now, this line <laughs> is something that I want to pick apart for a second, okay. mm-hmm. because that's exactly what 
he did to Ben and Peter during the Clone Saga. That should be something that you focus on. That's a good plot point that you can yep. build a story upon. You yep. don't effing... We've already, we've already broken the Yeah, but dude, Miles Warren's do crazy. Uh, you're, yeah. you're, you're trying to think he, he should be... A, you, you, no, going on, on the on yeah. the, the misguided belief that he would be he's rat- understandably outraged, but it's told. But the hypocrisy is just dripping off the page here. It's brilliant. Yeah, but he's that, crazy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Don't care yeah. about hypocrisy. But oh I'm yeah, saying, that's why. But that's why my point exactly. My point is, is that you could have that Dan Slott could have built a compelling story. Of, no, there's really it's it's clone related. There's no compelling about this. <laughs> take away the clone shit away for for a second, there, Mister Berryman. I'm saying from a storytelling standpoint, you could take that type of story and build something on it and add some depth to it. But instead, we get this shit. So anyway, we have, uh, <laughs> we, have we have the best uh, attempt at a Hamlet impression. Where Yeah, the, yeah that's totally Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, where Miles Warren grabs the, 70, the 70s clone, uh, co- uh, clone costume. 70s jackal costume and, and then we cut to uh, uh, Andy Pooh and, and Peter trying to figure out how to to save the world with it from their <laughs> anyway, whatever. So they yeah. figure out it's what? the webware. That's the, uh, sound, that's the sound The world's most annoying sound is how they save the world with early. Oh. And yeah. th- this is the only two pages that you actually see Spider-Man in the book, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a flashback. <laughs> it's we, a flashback. We, cut, we cut back then to uh to Ben. <laughs> And Brad sounded so enthused just now. Oh my yeah, god! It's called no. the Amazing Spider-Man, but there's no freaking amazing or anything amazing, and, and there's barely any Spider-Man. Oh, anyway, nope. Ben Ben <sighs> kicks Otto in the face, knocks him out, and uh, Ben then takes off his newest jackal mask. If we're going to call him Otto, shouldn't we call him Clotto? No, oh, I said I said Doc Clock. I know Doc, Doc Clock. Yeah, Doc Clock works best, I think. Yeah. yeah. Doc Clock. All right, so he knocks out Doc Clock. So <laughs> Ben then sits there and says he's going to be the Adam of the New Rays, which kind of made me chuckle because, well, what's his genetic brother's name that became? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. kind of okay, whatever got yeah, Kane yeah. and Adam. Anyway, so um, oh Kane, see- oh get it, I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so that would be Kane so and Abel, by the way. Parker, yeah, Kane and Abel. Yeah, that would be Adam's son. Sorry, not, not yes. Adam. Anyway, yes. whatever. So Ben then puts on the helmet that looked like for it was for a, a straight out of VR troopers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Circumstance uh, six. Maybe gonna work out after all. Then you got Otto going, ha you know, and then Ben Spider Sense goes off. Uh, and then of course Doc Otto is like, this was inevitable. I'm the true Peter Parker superior. Was there any doubt I'd be I'd be yours? Yes, Ben Riley, I figured it out. In fact, I counted a ha ha ha. Maniacal. Yeah. Mere moments later. Uh-huh. So basically, Ock puts on the uh, steals the body and leaves yes. leaves Ben with clone degeneration. I, I guess I guess he has he has scars from. Yeah. Well, well, he's supposedly still degenerating. Oh, he's somehow. degenerating. Okay, he's, got he's, it. He's still degenerating right now. But then, he, then he he goes, But then he goes to Walgreens and gets a lot of pills. Yeah. So he, <laughs> Um, Tylenol fast action packs. <laughs> yeah. What, what what's uh, a bake What's a baking ingredient to make cakes last longer? Yeast. <laughs> okay, there you go. He's got some yeast pills. <laughs> so, he, right. so, so he gets a yeast infection, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, uh, 
this is like Christmas. I mean, it's like, it's like Christmas. It's like Christmas, and you're the only child. I mean, it's just one after the other. Does I make it a fruitcake? <laughs> oh my gosh! It's definitely nutty. So, Ben decides that he's going to change clothes, leaves the Anubis helmet there, so that's what that's what Peter Parker later picks up in Clone Conspiracy 5. Well, yeah, yeah figure. <coughs> Hang on now. In Ben 27's defense, uh, those those clothes probably smell like ass. I mean, I mean, you, you got to think about it. I mean, when, when a clone f- falls apart in a flower, it's probably pretty stinky. But yeah, he's wearing another clone's cl- uh, like clone's like eggs. He goes and picks up another clone's clothes, so he's probably he's still smelling like shit. So okay, he, so the secondhand clone gets a secondhand shirt. Yeah. You know, yeah. like <laughs> you know, like when you eat a lot of eggs and you toot. It's like that. Oh my! So anyway, God. anyway, so George uh, just compared Ben, ben Riley twenty seven to egg farts. <laughs> and so we get the actual weirdest ass scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, this, ben, yeah, this thing ben was grabs wild. freaking uh, this guy's wrist, <laughs> what pulls in, off his, his horrified hell. Because uh, everyone has one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, mm. then puts it close to his face. He's like, oh yeah, that hits the spot. That's yeah, just he's, basically like, huffing, he's basically huffing the cell phone. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's, like he's, that's like what he's daddy jumping. needs. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. And, and then he then he can, uh, proceeds to commit grand theft auto. He takes a car with uh, hell a freaking pole through it. So that's not a good. Thing. <laughs> He's up to a house that GTA. I want that is is supposed to look like the fake memories of his childhood home. Now I, I want to point something out for a second. Yeah, what in the actual hell? <laughs> Whose house is that? I couldn't get that. That's supposed to be the Forest Hills house. That's not the Forest Hills house from I, the Clone Suck. Well, yeah, but it's supposed to That's be. That's the Forest Hills house from Brand New Effing Day. <laughs> so is this the one Norman... The right o- I mean, no, I, house. Is this the one Harry Osborne rebuilt? Yes! Yes! So this is the actual... The one he has childhood memories of. <laughs> the rebuilt home. <laughs> what a complete load So they burned the damn thing down again? <laughs> they burned down the rebuilt house? Yes. Oh, look! This is what dumbass. Oh, this this whole thing sucks so bad. (laughs) Yes, I I couldn't figure out whose house that was. Oh, this whole story's terrible. Awful. Awful. So then we have Ben walking in to this house, where we then see the seventies jackal saying, "Hello, it's me, the jackal." Ha! With with his yeast, yeast pills on the floor. Yeah. yeah, he's got more pills on the floor. This is his stash house. So then, he's um, got pills everywhere. Yeah, good God. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good ben, Lord. gas, you know, get it, benzene. He oh. Which, by the way, my eject. Why did the house blow up at this point? Oh, because he lit the match. He lit the match on the yeast. Oh yeah, <laughs> because the house is filled with gas. Shouldn't it have been blown up? And how is the jackal still breathing if the house is filled with gas? I'm. Sorry. Oh, he he lit the the gas. Uh, yeah, why? How is the jackal breathing? How is the jackal breathing? So anyway, jackal Ben proceed oh, to fight. No. Let's let's get through this damn thing. Damn, uh, I'm seeing uh, new layers of fail, man. Every time. Yeah, uh, it's like an onion of fail. Oh, you pull back some more layers, and this thing's got more fail. Oh. All right. So Ben then puts the jackal against the wall. And says it's all. It's been all about. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what we need, a sex scene in the middle of this thing. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, just will you guys just shut up so I can finish this effing recap of this really shitty-ass comic? Here, Zach wants to get, hurry up and get through this clone saga. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Ben proceeds to throw him through the fireplace, oh. and then proceeds to bring the entire house uh, down, but not before Jackal then sits there and come back here, fight me, he will have his revenge. And, uh, <laughs> Ben's like, I am done with this fake part past in my head. I am done with all of them. No. The, comeback, the, the comeback here, fight me, I will have my revenge. It makes me think of every time Slot tweets. <laughs> <laughs> well, alright. So anyway, Burning down have, the we, house. We have the house. Out of the building. We have, uh, we have firefighters. The firefighters, like the ambulances are on their way. And, and this not epic version of Ben Riley's like, uh, no, I, yeah. I just have nothing but bad memories. No easy ones. Yeah. As the supposed jackal burns to death, um, he then proceeds to fight off the first responders. Yeah, let's and fight he, the first responders. Oh my yeah, gosh! Let's 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 make Ben Riley a colossal dick even more. So, uh, you know, he's like, who oh. who do you think you are? No, wrong question. Who I am? Who I was? None of that matters. What counts is who am I gonna be? Zach, now? Zach, if, if can I can I say something that I think will help you? This therapeutic, honestly, he, he needs an intervention, sir. Can can I say something that I think will help you, or, or, or suggest that you begin thinking of it in a certain way so that it won't be as bad? Mm-hmm. Would you let me do that for you? Can 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 I can I start the healing? Sure. This is not Ben Riley. Yeah, I know. It's not <laughs> Ben Riley, and you need to stop saying it's Ben Riley. Yeah. Just call him yeah. 27. Just call yeah, him Ben 27. 27. Yeah. And then suddenly it's not so bad when he does out of character shit because because he's already because he's a he's a crazy the, clone. The, it's not Ben Riley. Ben Riley was left as a bag of flour on the street. <laughs> it's not Ben Riley. <laughs> Back in 98 or 97 whatever no. it was. And, so and, don't and, think and, of this guy as Ben Riley any more than you think of Squeezy Bake as Gwen Stacy. Uh, along right. that theory, it's this, not her, it's not him. George, along that theory, that's not our real Spider-Man either. That we've been reading no. for ten years. <laughs> well, that's editorial. I mean, that's <laughs> well, this, is, this is editorial too. I mean, oh my I, gosh. Okay, Let, let's so get then the issue ends, and we yeah. get next uh, clone conspiracy Omega. What's your grade, sir? It's an F. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go hey. around the horn for the grades. Let's Jr. What's your grade? D minus. Okay, uh, George. I can predict this one. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, this is an F. Did you have any doubt? None. None. <laughs> Mike. D. Ashley. This one was actually completed, but it gets an F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a D- minus because it's it's awful, but I've read worse, sadly. Any, like, cover. No, no, no. I like the splash page. Yeah. The, the last At the very end. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, this was... was yeah. All right. Uh, pr- what did you like, Zach? I did like the fact that we we got a fight between the jackal and Ben, but yeah. the way it was that's I'm saying that in a pure surface level type of type of like. Right. Um, the way it was executed, however, was complete and utter fucking garbage. Yeah. Wow. So, it's true. Uh, it's true. No, I mean, really, th- this is. Um, one of the things that has been very frustrating, and I, I waited until this to bring this point up, Ben has no – this version of Ben Riley has absolutely zero redeeming value whatsoever. 
Absolutely, make, that's right. If no. you want to make people interested in a new title with him as the lead character, this yep. version of Ben Riley as that lead character, you have to have a redemptive quality to this character. Not one. And quite frankly, they made Ben Riley into a, a unlikable jackass dick throughout the mm-hmm. entire story. And this just punctuates the shit-taculars. It's it's not Ben Riley. However, <laughs> however, if anybody can pull it out, it's Peter David. He can make it. Oh, I have complete faith in Peter yeah. David and yeah. Mark Bagley. Yeah. But what they've been given, the toy that they've oh, been man, given. Oh, man, they've been tossed a turd, and they're going to have to shine <laughs> this thing like nobody's well, business. Why do you think Kane is also going to be in that book? Because he's going to be the you know the, the more sympathetic character in that series and compared sorry, to this guy. But- but we again, if you've read the Clone Saga and if you've read through uh, Spider-Man Redemption, the four-issue miniseries that J.M.D. Mateus and Mike Zack and Bob McCloud did, mm-hmm. um, you can listen to me talk about it on Clone Saga. Comics. Anyway, uh, that particular story, Ben and Peter, Ben and Kane were good. They came mm-hmm. to an understanding. They were at peace with one another. All this of isn't, that. This isn't all of ben that. Riley. I, 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 this but, is twenty-seven. Okay. But if you're going to, if we're going to take the basic premise, saying this is Ben Riley, we'll, we'll it's not. Uh, okay, <laughs> reject <laughs> the premise. The premise is wrong. <laughs> Again, let me finish. If you're going to present this as a version of Ben Riley, and you don't know the history of these two char- those two characters, that's why that none of that scene. Where the stupid Anubis Jackal throws him out the not window window. Which is <laughs> I'm pretty sure the window wasn't a clone. <laughs> I, I can't verify that, but my gut reaction says that was an actual window. That was an actual window, and not but, the, clone, the original window. Anyway, yeah. My point is, is that there's there's history between those two characters. That there was an acceptance there's between, between Kane and Ben Riley. Yes. Not between Kane and Ben Twenty Seven, who's been driven batshit crazy. Yeah, I just I don't I don't understand why what the rationale was. If you're going to bring back Ben, uh, in some well, in some manner, dude, your intervention, you're attempting an intervention, <laughs> but it's just not taken, man. I, he, he's going to go to the clone booze. Uh, I mean, <laughs> all right, just let me be right now, okay? Yeah. I. I if you I were not trying... thinking of this Ben Riley, you would it would be better for you. You would actually be able to, to you wouldn't feel so shitty. Man, poor guy. Yeah, I know. Poor because poor... this is not Ben Riley. Man. Well, ben Riley was the hero definitely... that held the part to a bag of flour back in <laughs> ESM seventy five. Yeah. Uh let's go around the horn not... for some more well, Zach liked the, the fight between Jackal and, and twenty seven. Any other pros? I will say this. Cam and Coley does a very good job of showing Ben 27 looking insane because he always draws him with those little pinpoint, those very constricted pinpoint pupils. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so you can actually see that yeah, this guy is completely off his gourd. Yeah. Um, so you can I really do, see I do, that. You can see the contrast between uh, Peter and mm-hmm. the, uh, the even on that last splash page, even the, the, the image of. of 90s era Ben Riley. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, he's very much deranged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Any other pros? I got nothing. No, me neither. 
Me neither. Uh, cons. Biggest con, Zach. Biggest con. Um, yeah. The just the whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't hammer one con down. It, it's so poorly executed mm-hmm. because you could you could write a compelling story of of, of Jackal versus a version of Ben Riley. Sure, but you didn't do that in this issue. It just it came across. And I, one thing I will say, a pro is I know what they attempted to do. They tried to make this into a horror story type situation. Very much EC. Somebody pointed out it was very EC comics like. No, EC comics were good. (laughs) In terms of of the artwork, yeah. uh, Some of the artwork kind of reminded people of EC comics, and I'm like, yeah. If you're looking, if you're going for a horror movie vibe on this, yeah, that makes sense. But why bring back? Here's my biggest con. Why bring back Miles Warren, supposedly the original? Well, why? Why did they bring back Doc Ock? Only to, to kill him to, off. Yeah, kill him off. Okay, okay, spoilers on this. Miles Warren isn't dead. If this was a real Miles Warren, Miles Warren isn't dead. And, oh, yeah. And how we, did, we didn't see them pull a, a, a charred husk out of there and ID it on the spot. This is not no. Miles Warren. And not dead. Spider historian or clone historian, how did the original Miles Warren die? I thought he was dead. He died the, at the end of the Supposedly the original, okay, the, supposedly the original version of Miles Warren died at Shea Stadium. Okay. Then it was revealed in the 90s that... Miles Warren didn't die at Shea Stadium, and they implied that the one that came out of the stasis pod during uh, Smoke and Mirrors and Players and Pawns mm-hmm. right before ASM 400 was actually, in fact, a genetically altered version of the Jackal, who happened to suspiciously look more like <clears throat> the, Joker. the Joker. Again, I put this all as evidence of reasons I hate effing clone stuff. <laughs> well, that, that version is so that much version. of it is a cheat. Well, I mean, that version of the Jackal then that, died at the end of Maximum Clonage. That version, God Almighty! <laughs> I mean, death has no no cons- Death is the ultimate. Uh, I mean, is the ultimate consequence. I mean, that's the worst a person can give in real life. When you put yeah. clones in it, uh, yeah, de- no one really de- dies. Death has no meaning. So there's mm-hmm. no there's no dramatic there's no dramatic tension of a possible death. There's no, there's no way the jackal is dead, etc. I mean, no. So the, you take the no. death threat out of the equation. What do you got? You got this piece of, yeah. This is a yeah. piece of garbage. It is. It's awful. By the way, I, 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 um, when Bob Harris basically uh, said back in the original Clone Saga, probably told is told everyone, oh, you have to kill Ben Riley because you know, well. He now looks like a genius, doesn't he? Because he had the force. I, you know, he had the foresight that no, maybe. That, <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, I would. I'm not. I wouldn't go that far. Well, no, would, but based based the, on the what reason, we're getting the here, re- <laughs> the, well, based off the well, again, Dan Slot. I don't think Bob Harris could have foreseen Dan Slot. I coming. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. He had fever dreams. Weird yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slot is coming. I see Slot. I, I guarantee you. You you put you you take Ben Riley with somebody like Peter David, somebody like Tom DeFalco, somebody like J. Michael Straginski, somebody like um, <laughs> any of those writers. They would have been able to write a far more compelling story. In bringing back Ben Riley, mm-hmm. it is a such a waste. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if you're gonna pull that lever, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring that that to the forefront, 
this was the biggest piece of garbage I've read since One More Day. Mm -hmm. Mm. This is uh, what, what's worse, this or One More Day? One More for Day. Me? Yeah, for you, Zach. That's uh, for me personally. It's it's very close, but One More Day is worse. Okay. All right. Uh, Jr. We haven't heard your con or your cons. What what do you got, buddy? Well, I just feel that this thing was a complete waste of time. All it yeah. was was a setup for a new Scarlet Spider series. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't feel this was a Spider-Man story. I mean, it wasn't. What, it wasn't. what impact does this have on Spider-Man? What impact does this have on Peter Parker? You know, I mean, like I said, this is just a, <clears throat> this is just a warm-up for another series. Yeah. It was a complete and utter waste of our time. There was no yes. emotional investment in any of it. Uh, it, 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 um, it, it's a, it's a failure on all points. It's a fake investment in the fact that we we care about the supporting cast that we've lost. You know, I I mean, I guess that's what he was going for. Yeah, I mean, he uh, was trying he was trying to use this as a, as a method to bring back characters that really. Um, and he he know. said he said verbatim resurrection before in interviews. That's a very specific yeah, word, and that is right. not at all what this is at yeah. all mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Nope. And you know, at the end of the day, I I feel cheated as a reader in the fact that I didn't get an ending in the last issue. I yeah. I and I didn't get much Spider Man in the Amazing issues. It it's just Spider Man. It, Spider Man was again once again a supporting character in his own. Oh book. gosh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. And it, it, that's this a is, that's this a is, that's a common problem. That has been a a problem really for the last since, God, since Superior. Well, even even before. No, it's it's it's, it's been it, this has been going on since Brand New Day, man. It's yeah. just. Well, I think you know what I'll, I'll walk that back. Brand New Day, they were more Peter centric, but Brand New Day is when they started to go off the rails with the supporting cast. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, there wasn't a bugle anymore. Jonah's the effing mayor. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. That's when it started to unravel. But we, this is this is we're just. I mean, this this is a symptom of, of, of shit that happened years ago. Yeah. Well, and, and really. Uh, be, after after the JMS run, which was a deconstruction of the supporting cast and a reconstruction of Peter Parker as a character, because of all the character assassination that had happened, no pun intended, with uh, the the Mackie Burn reboot, Peter Parker was rebuilt with with as a character with JMS. Mm -hmm. So when Brand New Day came about, they started trying to you know reconstruct the supporting cast and deconstruct the supporting cast and. Then Slot took over, and Peter Parker got pushed off to the side. The Horizon Labs people were forth and front and center. Eventually, Peter Parker. Max Modell's marriage was the was the biggest happiest moment of Peter's life. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Ash and I wow. things like that. Oh, we haven't which, heard which, from uh, Ashley yet on your cons. What's some cons you got? You gave an F, if I remember correctly. I just from the very first page, I was just repulsed. Yeah. <laughs> just the, something about the art and then just it was like let's choose the worst bits of dialogue from clone conspiracy number five and then just shake it up in a jar and then throw it at the page yeah it's like it's, he was playing was yahtzee so, with his dialogue yeah and except no one's winning um it was so it was stilted and it was rushed and it just felt really hammed up almost there yeah. was no tension it, it, there is no it didn't flow well 
it was just awkward as all heck. It was just really, really poorly, poorly written. Yeah. It it read like someone's notes for a story, not the actual issue I itself. True. Bad for Christos Gage. Almost like it's fan fiction written down in a notebook or something. Yeah. Almost. Ha! Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, but man. like, I feel bad for Christos Gage because he's probably sitting there getting like he, he gets the plot, you know, synopsis, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, we need to have these specific lines in here." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're like, yeah. I, I, if I was him, I'd be like, God, do I really have to write this dialogue? Melt with me, melt with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hot, not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, on that note, oh, just uh, on that. Mm, all right, any other? Let's get something ca- good. Any other? Ca- good, yes. Oh, we're moving on. Oh, actually, no. Let's go around the web real quick for this one. Uh, comic book roundup again. Uh, IGN gives it a 6.3. The clone conspiracy disappointed with its abrupt open-ended finale issue, and this epilogue chapter doesn't do enough to give the event the closure it needed. It focuses too little on Otto, and it doesn't do enough to shift Ben Riley from sinister villain to compelling protagonist again. Thank uh, you. Comic book revolution, 6.5 out of 10. Uh, ASM 24 answers some questions left open, and in doing so, Dan Slott create interest for future stories the, involving the likes of Doc Ock when, whenever he reappears in Amazing. At the same time, the issue failed to, complete a, com, to create a compelling reason to want to read an ongoing Scarlet Spider book featuring the current version of Ben Riley. Absolutely. That, that failure makes ASM 24 only a comic book for the most diehard fans to buy, a.k.a. us. Uh, Superior Spider Talk, 6.5 out of 10. Uh, oh, let me let me click on that, too. They have a summary at the end. Let me see this. Uh, they give it an okay. It does the job of try- tying up some of the loose ends from the Clones of Conspiracy while setting the table for more spider books in the near future. However, there's nothing about the issue that sells any of these new books as must-read for, viewer- for readers, and the Ben Riley ca- character remains a mess. Uh, AIPT gives it 7. I'm highly intrigued to see how things with Ben Riley and another major return villain, you can probably guess who, now that they're back in the Marvel Universe. Both characters have been through some major events. Uh, even if the big... Fi- that isn't really talking about the writing. It. Let's see here. <laughs> That's talking about how what he's hoping to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Observation. It's a rare day indeed when watching people who, like you, perish in a horrific manner is a cause for celebration. Uh, what in the hell? The verdict. Let's read his verdict. Oh my goodness. I guess this fight had to happen, but it felt a bit anticlimactic. The Jackal versus Ben Riley has some cool moments, but it ends up mostly feels like a contrived series of events made to allow Riley to escape the whole almost destroyed the freaking world thing and slip into the shadows. I admit, however, that is uh, cool seeing the old school Jackal fight again with uh, Giuseppe drawing exceptionally well. Who we also need some closure on the prime version of Miles Warren once all the clones start melting, which Dan Slot definitely provide. Uh, uh, anyway, that's... no, we didn't need any closure on on on, on that. Aye, aye, no, aye. we could have we could have not even seen that, and that would have been okay. Right. All right, let's get to good comics. Uh, ASM. Um, well, hey, Brad, real quick, one thing I wanted to mention. Yes, sir. Uh, both of our reviewers, uh-huh. uh, Neil and Mark, gave. Both who, who routinely give this give ASM a higher grade than we do. Yes, I like. I mean, like way higher. Like usually they're like B and yeah, C level. I agree. Um, they both gave this an F. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this. 
Oh. They literally said, oh, by the way, don't worry about the... Because we've been doing these jam reviews, if you've been, if you've been right. reading Clone Conspiracy on the front page. And they're like, oh, now now we, the two of us just get to suffer until I decided, hey, let's let's do a jam review of Omega. <laughs> oh, man. Look for that on the front page. I guess the, that issue comes out next week. I think it's, it's, yeah. it it should be very it should be very telling that because a lot of the sites that that you know routinely uh, that you when we do around the web and we talk about a lot of these sites usually go down on Dan Slot um, and and give this book a, a much higher review yeah. uh, than it warrants. Um, and and so here, when you start seeing the grades are like four to six range, that's yeah. very telling. Um, you know, it's like it's almost like a, a oversampling with a poll problem, and it's like mm-hmm. that should tell you how bad this whole thing was. Yeah. Well, and when you have the resident clone fan, yeah, the clone sycophant, if you will, yeah, who was who's been on record saying that you, yeah, you've been trust- you've been promoting clones for twenty years. Prior yeah, to I mean. Um, but I've also been on record saying I didn't trust mm-hmm. the current writers to handle Ben Riley properly. This is an exact reason why. Yeah. If this had been Chris Yost, if Chris Yost had brought back Ben Riley in in his planned book, uh, the uh, planned storyline he was working on, I, I didn't hear uh, about that. What what was that? Uh, he got on Twitter. Uh, Chris Yost got on Twitter. So this is the same guy that wrote uh, New Warriors, right? Just just yep. just, just so we're clear, mm-hmm. he wrote he wrote because New that book was that book was crap. <laughs> But uh, his Kane wrote, book was all right. Yeah, his Kane was. book was 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 uh, was at times exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Um, New Warriors, I didn't like nearly as much. New Warriors, uh, awful. Uh, that was a train wreck. Yeah, but he was setting up a story called Clone Wars, which was going to involve Mister Sinister and the Jackal, and it was going to involve that's interesting. Kane. It was going to involve Mr. Sinister, Jackal, Kane, and eventually Ben Riley. He talked about this on Twitter, but uh, there were several plot points that he regretted with the with the knowledge of hindsight. He regretted not pulling the trigger on further things like Araceli mm-hmm. getting into her complete backstory because he didn't really have time to do that new years, um, and. Doing that Clone War story because he felt like that it would have he'd been setting it up like in uh, and you started seeing that even in uh, uh, Spider-Man team uh, Superior Spider-Man team up. If you go back and read those issues, there was some stuff with shenanigans with the X-Men, the sibling rivalry story, um, which Otto as Spider-Man crossing over with Scarlet Spider. I mean, there were seeds being planted in those stories, but he never got to obviously complete. Well, you may have dodged a bullet because I mean, just uh, my exposure to Yost is New Warriors, and that was that was a dumpster fire. Mm. New New Warriors, I think it was suffered, nightmarishly bad. Uh, New, New Warriors suffered from the from a couple of things. I think one, I think New Warriors was kind of hoisted upon him. Two, it was right around the time he was working on the on the Thor movies. Uh, he's been he was a primary screenwriter for Thor two, uh, and I, I just don't think that he really had time properly to devote to the comics because before he was doing all the screen pl- screenwriting stuff uh between between earth's mightiest heroes i mean this is the same guy that did earth's mightiest heroes which was mm-hmm. a fantastic cartoon yeah mm-hmm. um i'm just talking about his comic work i don't, I don't yeah. care about the other issues, let, but I mean. let, let's get on to renew your vows gang 
Uh, re- renew your vows, number four. Uh, Jr., take us through that one. All right. Um, story starts out: the Parker family is trying to escape from the mole man and his minions, uh-huh. uh, and of course they're bantering back and forth. Uh, they take a wrong turn, and Annie is about to fall into a pit of molten lava. And Peter and Mary Jane keep getting in each other's way, trying to rescue her. Yeah. Uh, she w- winds up essentially rescuing herself. Uh-huh. And when they uh, get to the surface, then Peter and Mary, and then Peter and MJ start uh, start uh, arguing. Uh, but anyway, just before that, though, we we go back to the uh, the top of the world and. Uh, Normie Osborne, uh, the creepy little ten-year-old that, that uh, is freaks even J. Jonah Jameson out, uh, is <laughs> yeah. uh, is uh, kind of um, you know, uh, well, what he's complaining about the fact that the mole man came and uh, you know uh, uh, sucked up some of this of Regent's equipment because remember Regent uh, when he Regent was defeated in Renew Your Vows, uh, the Oscorp. Uh, got the rights to uh, confiscate his stuff, right. and the moment is now stolen. It. And so while he's fussing about that, he can't keep his mind off that little red-headed girl, just kind of <laughs> like a de- like a like. demented Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> little Normie is just obsessed with that little spider girl. He finds her fascinating. Yeah. So anyway, go, so anyway, we go back into the bowels of the earth, and. Uh, like I said, Peter and Mary Jane are arguing. Uh, Mary Jane gets a name now, Spinneret. Um, I don't know if that that's been used earlier, but uh, yeah, it was it? It was an issue too, I think. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. But now, now it seems like it's 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 been run. It's it's ran home that that's what she's going to be. That's her name. Yeah, yeah. And um, so Annie then um, being the uh, typical, uh, she asks what kind of name she's going to have. And you know, Peter. I, I kind of like Peter's reaction. Uh, how about never? Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, and then and then he and MJ get in a fight, and and Annie basically doesn't hear anything they say except her name. It's almost like a dog or whatever. You know, you just is like yeah, right, 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 and then they hear the name. So, but then in you know, in typical the kid is the hero of the story fashion, she discovers a hole that just so happens. Uh, only she can fit into it. Only she can crawl into it, and that is exactly what she does. Do you see she that? I love that in. panel. A, and and there's a dead Stegron in it, and it's great. Yeah. Oh, anyway. A dead Stegron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I love that that full page. Man, he's he's knocking it out of the park, man. Mm-hmm. That art. Ugh. So, but uh, anyway, so they you know they they crawl through these tunnels. Uh, the mole man has finally uh, uh, figured out what he, what he can do with uh, Regent's uh, equipment here. I guess basically he sucks the life energy out of his minions and then he can refocus and turn it into refocus it and turn it into an offensive weapon. Uh, but the, uh, the spider people get the drop on him and in a rather amusing moment, um, you know, Mary Jane says something like, the family that fights together stays together. And Peter says, nobody says that. Nobody says that at all. <laughs> uh, and uh, But uh, then when they uh, defeat the mole man and he's kind of tries to, you know, uh, uh, but work his way out of the situation. Uh, Can we talk about this? And Peter goes, nah, we're good. And just, you know, clocks him across, you know, uh, 
about for about a half. It hits uh, knocks him in the air for about half a mile. Well, the spider people return to the surface, and unfortunately, unfortunately, little Annie that tends to think that little Normie is cute. Yeah. And of course, you know, and, and uh, Peter's going, uh, he's an Osborne cute. Isn't in the family. <laughs> um, so anyway, but, but then, you know, we go, we go to the, we, we decide to have the happy ending here and uh, the cute little ending. And Annie tries to figure out a name and it was, Peter goes, well, we'll call you spiderling. <laughs> and, you know, of course, she doesn't quite take to that right away. And she keeps throwing uh, uh, alternatives out, uh, which Peter keeps rebuffing. And the story ends on, uh, I like Spider Girl. It's taken. Yeah, I thought that was nice. <laughs> the, that was, the, I, I had a big, giant, goofy grin on my face. I did, too. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was really yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it made me, it made me sad. Made you sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jr. Keep going. No, I was about to say, and, and, and pretty well, that's the end. You know, yeah. uh, what's what's your grade, sir? I gave this one a B plus. I yeah. uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I wasn't too. Um, again, I was never too jazzed on fighting the mole man. Really, to be honest, but I mean, yeah. that's it's been explained to me what that's supposed to to, to kind of reference. Uh, but I, I just like the. Uh, it seems like. Uh, I guess Conway, you know, once he finally decided to get all the background stuff, you know, Peter's mm-hmm. side of the story, Annie's side of the story, Mary Jane's side of the story, yeah. you know, and just, you know, go to, you know, go to it and wrap it up. Uh, the, the dynamic between, between the Parkers, the, uh, the back and forth between Peter and Mary Jane when they're arguing, uh, and, um, the, the, just the interaction between yeah. them. As if there uh, was, it's, it's, it's cute. It's, it's kind of, I mean, you know, when you think about it, it's it's a little bit silly. I mean, Annie's kind of being set up as. I mean, really, when you think about it, I mean, the eight the, the eight year old is being set up as the hero. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of get the feeling that in the future she's going to kind of, you know, come up, you know, save the day uh, more often than she logically should. But I guess. I mean, as long as we enjoy the ride, I mean, yeah. and we're not taking this too seriously. I mean, this is kind of an alternative. I, and, and really, to be honest, we don't expect it to last that long. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it just it was a whimsical little amusing yeah. story, and I liked it. As if there was any doubt what Conway was doing with uh, doing the Fantastic Four uh, comparison, that that uh, that scene where we do the wide shot where uh, Mole Man has his weapon ready to go, his first two words are amazing. And then "fantastic" is the second word that he uses. So it's obvious. And he also, mentions, yeah. and he also mentions Reed Richards too. Yeah, he mentions enough. Reed Richards. Uh, yeah. Jr. It's a nice alternative to get our just the bad taste out of our mouth. This has a beginning and an ending, and we understood what was going on, right? I mean, well, yeah. for you know, for three issues of this, a lot of it was like telling the same story from different viewpoints. Yeah. It was also building you building to know the Mary Jane character more and the Annie character more so you actually mm-hmm. care about them. Well, I we cared about did. Mary Jane. Yeah. I know, did. but this is a I mean. new newer this is a mom Mary Jane and it's kind of a different version that we've been used to. We we've seen that though in Found of Aqua Spider Girl. That's yep. true. <laughs> all right, all right. For like so. for like a decade. Okay, let me go around the horn. We've got one. I was about to say, Brad, you got anything else? That, uh, I, I guess the, they're going to the take me down. I'm just, I'm just saying what he's doing, but that's all right. Uh, B plus, uh, Zach. What's your grade? My grade is an A. 
Oh, nice. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Ashley, what'd you think? B plus. Mike. B plus also. George. B minus. I'll give it a B plus also. We'll go with the consensus. Uh, Jr., your biggest uh, pros. What did you like the most about it? Uh, the interaction between the Parkers, the yeah. back and forth, uh, and uh, the way they talked to each other, and uh, the, you know the way they bickered and argued, but ultimately they they still love each other. Yeah. Um, just you know, I, and I I don't know why I was just so fond of the you know you know what they say blah blah. Nobody says that. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just kind of like. For that. instance, just to compare it, Slot would have not said not used a line. No one ever says that. He would have just used a line. Mm-hmm. Would you would you not agree? I mean, that's a he would take the obvious statement and not spin it, as opposed to anyway. I just think that's uh, well. You know what? The Dan slot of Spider-Man slash Human Torch would yeah. would have done. I would been, agree. Like, this the Dan slot of the She-Hulk number four, uh, where Spider-Man sues Jonah, but uh, the Dan slot that we've seen. Um, in, in Amazing Spider-Man, no, you're right. I would agree. You know, I, it, it makes you wonder mm-hmm. because the the Just dance like lot. Led Zeppelin said that yes, <laughs> the, the dance lot that we saw <laughs> with Spider-Man and Human Torch, and 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 you're right. I mean, like the strength of that was like, oh my god, this guy should write Spider-Man. Of course, we were. The strength of that was the relationship between Peter and Mary Jane. That. That wasn't one of his fan fiction stories from his notebooks. That was something that it seems like they gave him to do, and he was like, "Yes, I'll do this," um, because it, it it's like something he had to work, and it it wasn't necessarily something he wanted to do. Does that make sense? So I think in that aspect, it was actually a little bit better because when we get to the stuff where it was just him and sole control of Amazing Spider-Man, and then the fan fiction notebook stuff starts coming out. It's, I mean, it's garbage compared to what we had previously. Mm-hmm. The, uh, mm. what's, what's some other pros of this book, gang? Uh, the art is just absolutely fantastic. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. I mean, uh, there's that, that one two-page spread where, they're, where they shows the, uh, where they're kind of falling and rising as they're going to the lot, yes. over the lot, lake lava. That's where you the get highlight all those, of the book, in my opinion. Where you get all those individual panels where it's like literally they're tracking their progress as they go down and then up and everything. That was just beautiful, beautiful stuff. And also appropriate, you know, just visually perfect. Um, the dinos, the thing with the where she's where Annie's crawling through the tunnel, and you see the dino, the skeleton of the dinosaur, oh, and everything Stegron. else. Stegron's yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like the uh, I do like the like the, when they're doing the when they're when Peter and Mary Jane are arguing, Annie just literally tunes him out, just goes blah yeah. blah blah blah, Annie blah 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 thing. As she's you know, yeah. I like that touch that she's like, oh, I've had you know, she's like she's doing off going off yeah. her own thing. I also interesting enough. Um, I think the whole thing going and on with Normie is actually kind of interesting. And one thing we didn't quite touch on is because the thing he he finds in the wreckage, that little uh, the spider drone, spider drone, yeah, the spider drone was taking all the pictures. So, and so I'm kind of thinking, oh, okay, so this is kind of risking Peter's. He could this is risking him finding out Peter's identity through his photography business, and and. That like if he just picks that apart, thing it's like oh, so it's kind of giving a little bit of suspense, and we also get Betty Brant back in here talking with J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that when was, was the last time. We, yeah. we when was the last time that actually happened in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man? I mean, 
Just the yeah. bugle in general is so missed. Mm-hmm. So missed. Yeah. Um, I liked I liked the last panel and George let's talk about that you didn't like it I like I thought it was more of a respect of the spider girl character but no it it is but at the same time it just makes me think you know we've seen this before and we saw it for 10 years and it was spider girl and it was awesome yeah um replacing mayday with Annie doesn't really work for me it hasn't since renewing your vows I look at Annie as kind of a usurper Mm -hmm. um in that regard um and it's there's a couple of moments here since we're talking about cons. Um, the uh, or I'm sorry, did you want to continue with the pros? No, it's Am fine. I getting Go ahead. Ahead of it's fine. I think we hit all the pros. Go ahead. No, we didn't because we, we we never got around to me. Um, so uh, the the Jonah Betty stuff was good. Yeah. Uh, like uh, like still an just mentioned. Uh, one thing I've been harping on the last three issues was how goofy Mole Man was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mole Man is less goofy in this issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, his voice was adjusted, it seems like, a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was good. Uh, Peter and Mary Jane getting in each other's way was also correct. Uh, they yes. haven't had a lot of experience as a team together, uh, using their powers together against like major threats. Um, apparently, it's happened once with Regent, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So that that was organic. That made sense. Um, but to to turn to cons, mm-hmm. I'm still bugged as shit that Peter and Mary Jane are both okay with a ten year old girl doing this. Yeah, they kind of tried to explain it here. They tried to kind of explain it here that he's kind of like that. Peter's kind of thinking, oh, we've got a trainer to use her powers, but even so, it's yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite. It, it goes against everything I know about Peter Parker. Um, which which is the same. Like just, I feel like they're just trying to do the whole Incredibles thing where you have the whole mm-hmm. family and the kids. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, that's- I'm not really looking at this as uh, I, I'm. I, I guess I, I guess I'm not quite looking at, at this as taking it as seriously as I might take the Amazing Spider-Man title. Right. Just yeah. Kind of, yeah. You know, accepting it for what it is and what it's going to be, and you know, kind of like I alluded to earlier, I have a feeling that he's going to wind up. Being a hero, you know, and and but you know, if it as long as it's amusing and entertaining, you know, just enjoy the ride. Right. Your your, your, your summation of enjoy the ride is perfect because it is a ride. And, yeah, and, no, it, it, that, that's fine. But I mean, that moment where Mary Jane and Peter are having argument, and she's like, "Oh, you're the only one who gets the hero." I'm I'm in my head. I'm thinking she's in third grade. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that that's that, distracting that, to me. That was that was kind of weird. Where she's basically where she's basically rebuffs Peter's like, "Oh, because." You know, only Peter Parker is allowed to risk his life. The rest of us should just stay home. And it's it like made, applying that to Annie. I mean, and I can kind of see. I almost kind of looked at that. Almost Conway saying to all the critics, basically saying, um, "Oh, the Mary Jane shouldn't be a superhero." He's basically kind of pointing out. Well, the alternative would have been like what you got during the during the marriage her marriage in the nineties, where she basically sat by the windowsill all the time. I mean, that's it. Just kind of felt like it was this weird kind of, you know thing like oh well but again yeah annie's still a kid and but this is somehow girl but uh, somehow in some sense of empowerment that you know yeah it was just kind of a weird the the, the blank, premise blank of this thing. book the premise of this book fails mm. um because it, it works if annie is 15 yeah it works if annie's the same age that peter was when he got his powers and started doing his thing of course we've seen that already we saw it for 10 years and it was done with quite spider well. girl right yeah um 
which was which this book basically admits at the end. So it's like, okay, well, if we're going to do this, she has to be younger. And I'm like, this book was saddled yeah. right out of the gate. Was by the by the end by the way, slot ended renew, the first ring your vows was just saddled with this. We we should have this. The book shouldn't have this. The book should be, should should deal with Peter being the sole hero and being a family and having to be a father. And and maybe Annie knowing that it, it would work much better. I have I still have a big problem with the three hero setup, and I have a problem with them being okay. Oh hey, welcome to the team. She's ten. Mm-hmm. And I and I had this discussion. I had a long discussion with a friend of mine this week about this uh, that I was talking to a, a friend of mine named Chris. And I said I have a problem with with this whole thing and her being ten. And he was like, Well, did you have a problem with Power Pack because Peter worked with them? And I'm like, They weren't Peter's kids. First mm-hmm. of all. And when Peter worked, you know, Peter did team up with them a couple of times. And when, they, when it was did, you know, it was very separately. It wasn't, you know, oh hey, Power Pack, you go take out that villain. I'm going to go to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was almost like ba- almost like Batman and the Outsiders without, you know, without the asshole element of Batman. <laughs> um, so so it was a little bit different of, of an aspect. But I mean, I I like the book overall, and and this is a book that we need. We need a, a book with with them being married. It's, yeah. it's filling a void. That's been missing from this book now for for almost a decade. But I, I, whenever they have these moments, that that basically you know we're like, oh well, she should come and be a superhero with us. It it just it goes, it, it rubs me the wrong way. It takes you out of the book basically. It does. It takes me out yeah. of the book hard. Any other cons out of, out of the book for up to show up? Um, the continuity about how this ties into the original miniseries is kind of weird. I mean, it doesn't yeah. quite. I mean, it's it's obviously it's a different continuity, but it but then at the same time it treats it like that continuity still happened. And I mean, because there's that yeah. one thing about how they basically oh that that, that where Mary Jane says something like oh I thought all that stuff blew up with the Regent's headquarters, and you're like wait the Regent's headquarters didn't blow up, but right. it's just I mean well it did, but it didn't. Didn't remember like this is not the the original Renew Your Vows. Continuity. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's it, strange. But it's treating it like it is, though, and it's which very is very weird. Yeah, I would use the uh, kind of. It, it seems like the fan fiction technique here. You know, nothing. I, I I don't use fan fiction as a means of criticizing it. Just saying mm-hmm. that it seems like the first series established a universe, and this is kind yeah. of just like kind of shacking up in that universe and kind of putting in its own roots and spreading out and kind of doing its own take on it. So it's something you see a lot in fan fiction. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, if we're good, uh, let's go around the web. Any other comments before we go on? Okay. Did anyone think that Canon looked like a baby bottle? Cannon. Or that was just me. The the, the thing that the the, the oh. mole man's little zapper thing. Oh. It looks like a giant baby the bottle. The mole man's zapper. <laughs> His gun. Zapper. It kind of looks like a baby bottle. Uh, let's see. AIPT.com on uh, Renew Your Vows from Around the Webs. He goes, quote, For now, Renew Your Vows continues to be a gorgeously drawn bit of comfort food in a market dominated by dark and gloomy titles. 7 out of 10. 7.8 out of 10, The Weird Science, Renew Your Vows continues to be a fun, family-driven title about watching a young hero find her way under the guidance of a Mar- Marvel legend who happens to be dear old dad. Uh, Pop Matters, 8 out of 10. The way things play out in Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows 4 makes clear that Spider-Man can work as a family. They still argue, they worry, and they frustrate each other along the way, but that's what families do. That's what makes a family stronger. More importantly, that's what makes a superhero family amazing. Superior Spider Talk. 
Uh, let me go to that link. Uh, they give it great, 8.5 out of 10. Full of subtlety, character, and laughs. May, uh, issue 4 showcases why Jerry Conway and Ryan Stegman are masters of their craft. This is a must for all Spider-Man fans. IGN, 8.8 8 out of 10. Uh, the new series does so much right, but it does face a continual uphill battle when it comes to proving that every member of the Parker family really needed superpowers. That, that reinforces George's comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I usually do these at the top of the show. I forgot. George reminded me, but we have an iTunes review. We only have one uh, for February, and this is from Logan Crackcraft. Uh, posted on February fifth, twenty seventeen, gives us five out of five stars. The subject is funny, informative, and entertaining. So I appreciate that, Logan. He says, "Quote." I listen to only a few podcasts, and this is one of the best I've come across. The cast is laid back and has a very has, and has a good time bringing reviews, history, and opinions. Humor is a big plus for me, and the crawlspace cast bring the funny in spades. We bring the funny, Jr. <laughs> it, Jr. Yeah. Anyway, it George brings the funny too. Everybody brings the funny. It it listens like old friends hanging out. Well, heck, gang, we've been doing this for ten years. We're old old friends. Uh, talking Spider-Man, teasing each other for their likes and dislikes. We definitely heard that in this episode. <laughs> yep. There was a lot of digs at Zach, man. <laughs> it was not Zach's best best day. Let's yeah, just, I could. Know, after- <laughs> I, I tried. You'll, we I do tried feel to sorry for him after. And by the way, Zach had had to go to bed because he's got to get up really in like a couple hours, literally. So, so Zach, thanks mm-hmm. for being a good sport for all his clone hate. I tried oh, yeah. to help with the healing at the yeah. end. He would. Lo- yeah, Lo- Lo- Logan continues with his review, saying, "Quote: I could listen to them talk about anything. They just happen to talk about my favorite superhero. Give it a listen, and I'm sure you'll like it." So, Logan, that was really, really nice. I appreciate that. I hope. Uh, we come across as a bunch of friends talking about Spider-Man because we are. And that's one of the best parts of this show. We all get along. And we're like brothers and sisters. And, and it's just like a monthly it's a monthly meeting to vent about Spider-Man is what it is. <laughs> and, you guys, and you guys are just along for the ride. So it, I appreciate it. It's a therapy you. session. It is a, ther- yeah, it is, a therapy session. It's our monthly <laughs> therapy session. So thank you so much. Uh, final thoughts around the horn. Uh, George, any final thoughts, sir? Um, no, I guess I don't really have it's anything. Fun. It's been it's been fun. Uh, Jr. Final thoughts, sir. Well, unfortunately, I have absolutely no confidence in the upcoming story arc with Norman Osborn. I am yeah. dreading. I'm sitting on pins and needles worrying about that. So the preview art looks very. I mean, he he looks like Hulk Goblin, just a yeah. thinner version. His face looks like Hulk Goblin. At least he's not. In tidy whities like that one episode. <laughs> God. Oh God. Good <laughs> yeah. Mike, final thoughts, sir. Somewhere, Terry Cavanaugh, while he sits <laughs> on his, ba- his throne of flower, is <laughs> laughing his ass off over the fact that finally there's a clone saga worse than mine. Oh, my <laughs> his throne of flower. Don't throw the wow. Ashley, I'm, I'm sad Zach wasn't here to hear. Oh, uh, <laughs> Ashley, any baking goods humor that you'd like to add before we wrap this up? Um, 
Oh, no, you can't put me on the spot with my puns. It's I just okay. want to say, Lego <laughs> Batman was amazing, and I highly recommend it. Awesome. Lego Batman was fun, I agree. I love that 89 and 66 references. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, gang. 